Hello, everybody. Welcome back. This is the second episode of Keep It Real with Rachel Sinclair, and I'm so excited that you're joining us again today. On this podcast, I want to have real conversations with real people. It's pretty simple. I think everyone has such a fascinating, interesting story, and I love getting to learn more about others. And um, just learning from other people is so important. I hope that you will laugh some, that you'll learn some, and that you'll walk away feeling encouraged. On today's episode, I have someone very special, very near and dear to my heart, my mother. Her name is Angie Sinclair, and maybe I'm biased, but I think she's one of the most special people in the world. Not just because she's my mom, but she is an incredible person. She loves others so well, and she has meant so much to me and to my family. On this episode, we're going to talk about Thanksgiving and about family traditions. Mom worked as a kitchen assistant for Oxmoor House, which was connected with Southern Progress. So she tested recipes, tweaked recipes, and then styled food for photography. Um, So she talks about that in this episode, along with just growing up with two grandmothers who were incredible cooks. Get to learn a little more about Granny Tressie, Granny Fern. And then we move on to modern Thanksgiving traditions and heated family topics of discussion, such as which toppings are most important on the sweet potato casserole. I know the right answer, but that's still up for debate. You'll also learn just random things about the Sinclair family. The story behind nicknames for me, like Bull in a China Shop, failed family bonding gingerbread house attempts. Um, There's also some slight confusion about my height. For the record, I'm about 5'8". Got a little confusing, you'll see what I mean, but just to clear the air on that. Anyway, I think I've said enough. This conversation is so fun. We laugh a lot. I learned a lot, and I think you're going to enjoy it. So I'll stop talking, and we can get to the conversation with my sweet mama. Here we go. We're recording. Here we go. How do you feel? I'm excited, but a little nervous. That's okay. I think it'll be fun. Tell, what did I make you do for your homework before you were on a podcast? You made me listen to a podcast. And, and like, download it and do the... Yes, and I enjoyed it. Good. It, it, to me, it was like a conversation. So, I thought, maybe if I just act like I'm talking with you in a normal way... Exactly. It's going to be fine. Exactly. You just forget the microphone's there. We, I had her listen to the Big Boo cast with Melanie Shankle and Sophie Hudson, which, if you haven't heard them, they're so funny. We love them. And yeah, so here we go, guys. This is my mom. I love her so much. She's awesome. And she, I wanted to have her on the podcast anyway because she's my mom and she's fun. And we just have fun together. You know, we, we do. We do. We're a little goofy and have some fun times and interesting stories. And I thought it was especially fitting for Thanksgiving because she was, tell us your title because apparently I messed it up in the Instagram story oh. promos. Well, I was a test kitchen assistant in the Oxmoor House Test Kitchens, which that was a part of Southern Progress Corporation. And most people know Southern Living Magazine. They know Cooking Light Magazine. Mm-hmm. Well, Oxmoor House produced the books, so more along the lines of the cookbook. So yes. we would test separate recipes from them, and we would put out our, our own special um, publications. 
You did it, like the holiday themed we books, would, right? We would do that. We would also, um, let's see, we do, my favorite book to work on was called America's Best Recipes. Mm. And you can find them sometimes in um, a thrift store or yeah, an antique store. I actually do, like if I go to a thrift store or antique, if you look in the book section in cookbooks, like what are the years that yours are out there? Oh, now say, you know how I am with yours. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> What year was I born in? Yeah, I've got to think about that. Well, anyway. This Early 90s. Look for Angie Sinclair in the cut notes. Probably even in the 80s. They were in the they, 80s. They were okay. in the 80s. But um, anyway, this book was strictly an Oxmoor House book. And the developers, actually, they would go out into the communities around America. That's why it's called America's Best. And they would find church cookbooks, junior league cookbooks, uh, just very local, maybe even family uh, cookbooks, um, and they would pull the best recipes from those cookbooks. So you knew you were going to test a great recipe and hopefully have success with it, and then it would get published in the book. So this That was, is so special. It really was. You, you got things from Washington State, California, Maine. I mean, it was all over, um, and you just really got to taste the best of the best is what I... So um, that was your job title. Tell yes. us what you did on a day-to-day -day basis. And come a little closer to the microphone. Okay. I want people to hear you. Well, I really cooked a lot. Uh, <laughs> Margaret Agnew, who hired me, she told me, you have got to love to cook. Mm. And she was right. It was uh, cooking a lot. And, and I think, I can't believe they hired me because I really knew so little. <laughs> <laughs> when I first went in there. But um, it was my dream job. I had read about it. I, I wanted it because I loved, I come from a background of wonderful cooks and I love to make things beautiful. I love to make food look beautiful. And so I just wanted to combine that love for cooking and the love for art and it came together. I really still can't believe they hired me, but they did. Of course. And, it really um, is a science and an art. I guess most people don't think about that because yes. it's got to taste good and you've got to mix all these ingredients to make it taste good, but then you also want it to look beautiful. Yes. Yeah. And I got great joy out of that. Mm -hmm. But daily we would go in and um, Monday's we would edit the recipes that we had tested all week. Mm -hmm. I think that's what we did. And then Tuesday through Friday, we would test recipes in the morning. And there were eight other home economists uh, who worked alongside with me, and they were truly like my sisters. They were my family. Wow. We had a wonderful time. We had different ages. Um, we were just a very close-knit group. That's so sweet. And it was so fun, you know. Working in the kitchen. It, it is. It sounds like the best job ever. <laughs> it, it was fun, but now, hey, the dishes piled up. It was and you, work. Oh, it? yes. It was work. And I was on my feet, and I was cooking, and I was cleaning, and I had to love the dishwasher sometimes two, maybe three times a day. That's true. I, for the first time, made a meal for someone um, you know, who had had a, somebody in their family had surgery and oh my gosh, I spent like all of the afternoon cooking and I was like, this is exhausting. Yes, it certainly is. <laughs> and you can imagine that was like super easy chicken casserole and canned green beans. So, you know, I can't, well, I was proud scratch. I was proud that Thanks. you did that. But we would start the morning at eight o'clock and we would test anywhere from three to five recipes up mm -hmm. until noon. And after we prepared the recipe, we would take a picture of it, 
and then we would, because um, we needed to keep on file the name of it and what yes. score it got because we would grade them. And everyone would taste it while it was hot when it first came out. And then at noon, we would gather around the table and we would go through a line and get a little bite of everything. And everybody says, oh, that had to be fabulous. And it was, especially the first month. But then, you know, the weight, you start going, whoa, <laughs> I really need to get a small bite of everything. Right. Not a big bite. It's not a buffet line. No, it's not it's a buffet. What I might yes. Think. So you, you had to dial it back after a while, but because really you're just going for, you wanted to see how it looked and you wanted to taste it. And then you would present at the table. So you would talk about your recipe. So if I had um, chocolate pie, mm -hmm. you know, I would describe how easy or difficult it was, what problems I had with it, you know, if we think we could make it better by tweaking it a little bit. And uh, it would pass on, we gave it a, mm. the three was the highest rating you could get. It looked beautiful. It tasted beautiful. There were no problems. Um, it was a hit. Yeah. So that's well, almost my, my all the recipes. Pie, I'm cook which now. is dad's favorite pie too. Yes. That didn't that get like a two? Or no, no, 2. I think it, it got a two plus. Two plus. Yes. But still, that's like the best pie in the world, and it didn't even get a three. I know, but I know why it didn't get a three. It's probably because of the look. Oh. Um, yeah. If you could, you know, when I cut it's the like pie, a candy when I cut bar. that, yeah, it looks like <laughs> it, it tastes like a candy bar. But when you cut it. And I dress it up, you know, because I drizzle it with chocolate mm -hmm. or whatever. And that makes it look yeah. fancier. But the original recipe did not call for that. Ah, uh, okay. Um, but we, we would grade them, and uh, we had a great time around the table. Lots of laughs. But, you know, it was serious work, too, because we wanted to put out the best possible cookbook there was in yeah. the land. And um, I'm very proud that I got to do that. It was a wonderful time in my life. I am so happy that you did that because it did it like fulfilled your dreams and what you loved. And I also get to be the beneficiary of all that knowledge because um, I came after that time in your life. And oh, now she's telling me I need to be closer to the mic. I feel like I'm more loud. <laughs> well, you could be in general. Um, but that's that's just been such a blessing for me. And I think it's funny because people always say mm -hmm. when they hear about what you've done or they know you, they're like, oh, Rachel must be your little sous chef. <laughs> she must just know how to bake everything. But for some reason, that didn't happen, like, at all. And I think I know why. <laughs> well, um, would you like to give your... <laughs> I am slightly saddened, honestly, that I didn't teach oh, you. Oh, well, I mean, I turned out... Okay. You, oh, you turned out fabulous, but uh, I'm just saying that just I should little... have taught you, really. You should have been by my side. I should have made it more enjoyable. <laughs> I was a slightly type A person in the kitchen, and, I mean, Rachel will tell you, we had I mean, a disastrous, the first time you made gingerbread, remember that? The, the gingerbread, gingerbread house. house and With I was, Andrew? I was like yes. 13. Well, I was so I was so particular about the beauty of it. Oh yeah, Do you not remember that. Let me tell this brief story. It was <laughs> we were we were having just like a fun Christmas afternoon. I might have even been like fifteen. I don't no, know. You was were that, not that maybe old. I was thirteen. No, but we mom bought a gingerbread house kit because she thought this would be fun. Again, we could share in your experience, kind of learn something. Well. I wanted to do the roof one way and Andrew had this whole other idea that was not going to be cute or pretty. And I was like, 
easy solution. We split the roof in half. I take one side of the house, you take the other. It's mixed match. And, um, and mom was like, it started out like really sad, but then she was like, guys, this is our pretty gingerbread house. This is going to be on display. And it just, it's just kind of downward spiraled from there. Yes. I, I'm sorry. I see. I think I warped you. You know, I do hope that, you know, you do that with your children and enjoy every minute. It's, it's okay. Well, it was funny because the amount of the little amount of how Andrew and I were just aware of how beautiful it looked. You know, we were just so focused on our own roof design. Yes. Mom was like, this is supposed to be pretty. Yes. So, yeah. and I will say, you know, growing up, what my nickname as a child was, I mean, you know, pumpkin, but Bull in the China Shop was also, a, still is, um, a fairly yes. common nickname. So I would say in the kitchen. Yes, but I'm I'm somewhat of a messy cook too, and I was definitely messy in the test kitchen. I hate but to say that. Like clumsy. That's there. That's true. Or like tablespoon thought it was a teaspoon. Correct. Right. Correct. But um, but anyway. So yeah, you know, or on rare times, I think where I would think, you know, around Thanksgiving, maybe I'd be like, oh, you know, should I help? Should I want to do something? <laughs> Well, then mom's like, um, yeah, we're going to do this and this. And here, I'm going to mix this up over here while you can um, open that can, which I didn't know how to do. And then it would, she would explain it as she's doing it. And I'm like, stop. I'm supposed to be the one learning how to do this. I would um, say that's very true. That I just <laughs> took over. And I and would I was like, do, like, if the recipe had 10 steps, I was doing to number eight and then maybe I would let her do number nine. Right. And then I was like, uh, I guess you can put it in the oven. Don't murder yourself, which yeah. occasionally I did. Um, but then I think I also didn't have the interest there. You know, I mean the kid has to have mm-hmm. some kind of interest and I was kind of like, I'd rather go, you know, play or, right. you know, read or do something. And I always so. thought I could do it faster, prettier, faster and prettier. And mm-hmm. it's just, it was wrong. But, no, I mean, but, well, it's okay. but, but I mean, my mother had me, you know, in the kitchen starting to help prepare meals. Right. Probably when I was 12. But she kind of, I mean, she worked full time, She did. Right? So, right. so I, w- I would have to. You were to, like warming up. Oh yeah. And two younger sisters. So I had to help and that was okay. Yeah. Yeah. But it's just, it, it's interesting how it all. I know. So then when I got on my own, I you know, have been experimenting and, um, sometimes they work, sometimes they don't, but it's fun to try. And my end all be all recipe, I'm doing air quotes, is take any leftovers, put some meat, cheese, veggies, throw it in a burrito. It's dinner. Really? I mean, that's usually okay. Yes. That's okay for you because you like it. (laughs) (laughs) Something like that. (laughs) She'll, She'll take a picture of something and send it to me and I'm like, interesting you know <laughs> what is that you know and like she, i made um turkey acorn was it tur- wait turkey mushroom acorn squash or something yeah it's you know it's different that's all i can say <laughs> okay but anyway tell me um just about your grandmothers real quick granny okay. Tressie and granny fern i had two fabulous grandmothers and one was um tall and just this sweetest kindest I never heard her say a harsh word to anyone or about anyone uh she was just love she really was and she was a phenomenal cook and I mean I know everybody will say well my grandmother was a wonderful cook no 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 
These, <laughs> these women were on a different level. And uh, Granny Tracy was just, um, she even worked at a, a pharmacy. She would work. That's right. You know, at the counter, behind the counter. And they loved, people loved coming in to, uh, when she was working, they wanted to come by and eat her food because Aww. it was just so, so good. You always say if she, like how many biscuits, to imagine how oh. many biscuits she has made. From scratch, not from Pillsbury. I bet she's made, I don't even know, thousands, thousands of biscuits. Amazing. And they were great. But um, <laughs> anyway, one of my favorite memories is, this was when she was older in life, and um, Don and I went by to see her, and she knew we were coming, and she made a roast for us. Mm-hmm. And and she had this little tiny apartment, and she pulls out this roast, and she slices it, and we sit down to eat. It was the best roast I'd ever <laughs> eaten. And I'm like, Granny, what do you do to this roast? You know, and she's like, I put a little salt and pepper on it. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> I think that's literally all she did. She had a magic to it. touch. Oh, it was some kind of magic well, sprinkle. Well, I remember because um, I got to know her for a few years um, before she passed away. Well, I mean for maybe, yeah. that was 12, I mm-hmm. think. And um, she would always make Andrew's favorite chocolate cake. And I mean, I enjoyed mm-hmm. it too, but Andrew just loved it. Even when she was very old and frail, right. she would make the cake. And did she have a magic pan? She did, uh-huh, and I've yeah. got it now. She did ah. give that to me, and uh, it's to put the roast in with the salt and pepper. <laughs> but I, if I tried it, it would not turn out that way, but it was delicious. I, mm. I just couldn't even believe it. Yeah. You always said she made everything with love. Oh, she quilts. really did, but, and she made beautiful yeah. quilts that uh, we still have today. And um, So sweet. So that was your mom's mom. That was my mom's mother. And mm. then my dad's mom, she was Granny Fern, and she was uh, very short and little round because she mm-hmm. loved good food. And yeah. um, she was more bold. She was out there. She had the <laughs> finest things in life. She had uh, the fancy cars, the fancy jewelry, uh, clothes. Okay, this have... was back in the day. Uh, she had a, a room, and it had one whole wall was a closet, so they didn't have walk-in closets back then. Okay. But it was packed with clothes. So this is like her bedroom? Yes. I mean, you <laughs> couldn't move a hanger packed with clothes. Her shoes easily... This is, again, back in the 70s, uh, 200 pairs, probably. What? Easily. She, Re- really? You're not like... No. And then she had a dresser. That would be like my shoes times eight. It's, it was unbelievable. I think. She loved yeah. a deal. She loved finding a bargain. So, okay, but she loved jewelry, which I do too. You do too. But... Uh, she had a dresser. And Caroline, my, my yes. cousin, mom's niece. Y'all have it is. It's like a jewelry jean. Well, I see, Amy has my it. sister. Amy has the shoe jean. Yeah, and, and you got the clothes too. Uh-huh. She likes clothes. And then you got the jewelry jean, and I got the jewelry jean. I mean, not that you're like crazy, yeah, but like you appreciate and right. enjoy it. Well, uh, she had a dresser in the bedroom, and you know, a regular size dresser, and instead of putting clothes in it. <laughs> Like you would put clothes. Yeah. She had her jewelry. And it was costume jewelry. And like the whole dresser? The entire dresser was nothing but costume jewelry. But it was beautiful. 
And um, so she loved sparkles and... You know, the more the better, the bigger the better. It was oh my just, goodness. it was so much fun going up there. And she would let us just go in there and touch Aww. all the jewelry pieces. And uh, it was just a great memory. But okay, that was the time of the hats, too. She had <laughs> hat boxes just stacked in her closet. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And then another thing she loved was makeup. So she had, oh my word, if she ever let, and she did, she'd let us go into her bathroom. <laughs> and it was the, it's called the blue bathroom because uh-huh. everything was blue. Probably the toilet, even even the toilet. Was blue? Oh yeah. And the bathtub, the vanity. Like what, what kind of blue mm-hmm. are we talking? Sort like, of a smoky sky blue. Okay. <laughs> no, it's bad. It's bad in today's world, but that, it was yeah, in. So, yeah. I called that the blue room. Blue room. Yeah. Which was bathroom. Okay. And then the other bathroom was the pink. Oh, I mean, okay. Pink toilet, pink bathtub, pink tile. Okay, <laughs> okay. Seventies, um, woohoo! <laughs> yeah, but uh, anyway, um, the makeup was just as crazy as the jewelry. So you would Man. open up the drawers, and there'd just be tons of makeup, and you know that was fun too. Caroline has that gene too. Yes, she loves makeup. So you know. Anyway, I just had the best of both worlds. Yeah. And she was, you know, more outspoken, of course. And she worked uh, out of the home and mm-hmm. raised four boys. Uh, so just very hardworking still. Mm-hmm. But could um, plant a garden, plant <laughs> a garden, and then just pull it all in and make the most fabulous canned items Wow. My dad still talks about her sauerkraut. Yeah, Nobody else can make it like her, and I truly believe that. Mm-hmm. Uh, just phenomenal. But at um, the holidays, she would just show out. I remember walking downstairs, and then you could see into the den area, into the kitchen. That, they had the open concept before it was open. Oh, Before it was that. even popular. <laughs> but um, anyway, you could see her in there, and you could see the pies. And she would have... Easily 15. What I know this sounds crazy <gasps> pies at every holiday in all different kinds, and That's she crazy, yes. And she made the dreaded fruitcake, but like <laughs> her fruitcake was unlike anybody else's in the land. Wow, I don't know what she did, but it was supposedly fabulous, and everybody wanted it, and she would give it away as gifts. But the quantity of food that woman could make would shock you to this day. I mean, I feel like you do a lot when you make, you know, two oh, yeah. cakes, a pie, and some cookies. Like, no. that's that's a lot. But, oh, she would, <laughs> she could outdo me, you know, think of our Thanksgivings and then multiply it times probably five. That's, that's mind-blowing. Yeah. <laughs> it was crazy. Yeah. But it was wonderful. Great memories. So you really got an appreciation from them. Oh, yes. And and mm-hmm. Granny Fern especially liked to make the food look pretty, too. So yeah. she was into that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I asked Mom if she would have some Thanksgiving tips for us, um, for people who are trying to cook. So, well... Or do you have a quiz? I thought, no, at first, I thought she maybe could make well, a quiz. Well, I just thought we could talk me. about, like, the three things I really like to cook at Thanksgiving. Yes, yes. Okay. And I like to eat at Thanksgiving. Oh, yes. I think you like all of these. Yeah, I do. So, what do you want to start with? The sweet potatoes. Okay. That's another staple I make. Um, if you want it easy way, you just chop up the potato, like, slice it. Is that what you would say? 
You this can. is what I do. I don't know if this is Angie approved. Slice the potato, bake it up like 400, you know, put it on a tray, put some butter and some salt, and then flip it. And then it's like little chips. You're like sweet bas- potato. basically roasting it. Okay, roasting okay. the sweet potatoes. Mm-hmm. There we go. There you go. Okay, so tell well, us about the sweet potato okay, casserole. Sweet potato casserole, I've been making for years, and everybody so yeah, seems to love it. But it's different probably every time because I do use canned sweet potatoes. And my recipe calls for fresh sweet potatoes that you bake, which you could use those too. Um, So you're trying to figure out, well, what is the equivalent uh, to the cans versus the regular sweet potatoes? So sometimes I do adjust. But your canned is good. It is good. I mean, come on. You know, we got (laughs) to cut where we... Can All this hippie organic stuff. Well, yeah. Use real sweet potatoes, people, if you want to. That's <laughs> that's perfectly fine. Uh, but anyway, I love making this because everybody seems to enjoy it. But I thought we could talk about the difference between um, a sweet potato and a yam. Yes. Did you know there was a difference? No. I thought yams were sweet potatoes. Okay. That's like, like sort of how a hot dog is a pig. I thought it was like a yam is a sweet potato. Like there, okay. I mean, there's not like a yam vegetable, is there? <laughs> okay, that's well, a. Let me well, t- no, I'm thinking of a yak, like the animals. <laughs> a yak and a yam are not the same things. Okay, okay. What, what well, let me tell you what a yam is, and I've got this little book that I use. Uh, I have had it since I worked in the test kitchen, and it is fabulous. It's called Baron's Cooking Guide. And it's Food Lover's Companion. And it's mm-hmm. basically a dictionary on all different foods across, you know, the land. Oh. But I love this book and I use it still today. But I'm going to tell you what a yam is and how it's different. It's um, So I'm going to quote out of this book. A yam is a thick tropical vine tuber. And it's popular in South and Central America, the West Indies, and parts of Asia and oh. Africa. And although sweet potatoes and yams are similar in many ways and therefore often confused with one another, they are from different plant species. So we've been having yam casserole for Thanksgiving. <laughs> no, we've been having sweet potato casserole. Got okay. it. Interesting. Now listen, in the southern U.S., sweet potatoes are often called yams. <gasps> That's us. And to add to the confusion, canned sweet potatoes are frequently labeled yams. Oh, well, that's confusing. And so, <laughs> I particularly like Bruce's yams. And, I mean, that's what it's called on the can. Yeah, yeah. But they are really sweet potatoes. True yams, okay. however, are not widely marketed and are seldom grown in the U.S. They contain natural sugar and have a higher moisture content. And they're But they're not as high in vitamin A and C. Uh-oh. Gotta get that A and mm-hmm. C. So, okay, now this was very interesting. I'm not joking. Um, they can range in size from a small potato mm-hmm. to some that are over seven and a half feet long. What? <laughs> no. And 120 pounds. <gasps> oh, my goodness. I couldn't believe that. We, we're going to have to Google that afterwards. No, th- th- I, this is a true, true book. No, so. no, no. I'm saying, like, okay. Google a picture so we okay. can see this seven and a half foot. That's yeah. like... I That's know. me. It's plus well, minus yes. an inch or two, right? Yeah. <laughs> she was really smart in school. <laughs> I am smart. <laughs> book 
looks like that's yeah. in addition to bull in a china shop. But anyway, yeah. this is a very large yam. A Rachel-sized yam. And, and it said that uh, in in markets, uh, Latin American markets. No, I'm five feet. Exactly. So. <laughs> I didn't want to point that out, that how wrong you were. We might edit this out. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, so that's pretty funny. It is pretty funny. Anyway, in most Latin American markets, they're sold in chunks. So you'd get a section of this ginormous Got sweet it. potato, Damn. but you wouldn't get. Yeah, so that's that's just fascinating. I thought that was very fascinating. Yeah, but then I thought I'd tell the listeners that how I have to make the sweet potato casserole for all the members of the family. Oh yeah, and there's some um, dissension. Some yes, there's there is a hot discussion about which topping to put on the sweet potato casserole. Mm-hmm. Which is your favorite, Rachel? Oh, well, I do like them now that now that I'm an adult, I like the nuts as well. But as a kid, I mean always the marshmallows. But I feel like there's one topping that you always cheat. Well, do see, you know which one? And no, I think other people hold this opinion too. The family they, will have to do. listen to this and weigh in. All right. Well, <laughs> m- most people, I think most. Now see, this is where the family would argue. Like the topping of the brown sugar, there's flour, uh-huh. butter, and pecans. Yeah. In it. See, I knew okay. you were going to say the nuts. And so that's the one I do most heavily. Mm-hmm. So I section the sweet potato casserole, or I put it into a different pan to, yeah. and then we do marshmallows, mini marshmallows on yes. one, and I broil those to get them toasty and big it's so and brown. Pretty. And then the other topping, and this is for Jennifer, my sister. I think this is the one she likes the best. I thought she liked marshmallows. Or is it Amy? I don't know. Okay. Does anybody? Yeah. Oh yes. Okay. There's someone. Okay. The who third, eats the third topping is just the brown sugar and butter. So right. there are no nuts because those are for That's, the people who don't like nuts. Yeah. Amy doesn't like nuts. So Maybe. every year, I can promise you, the sister, every year the wait, sisters will come in and go, "You didn't make enough of my sweet of potato X, casserole." Yes. Okay. I think you always chintz on the marshmallows and you give way too much preference to the nuts. Like, people like the nuts, but, like, they like the marshmallows, too. I like the nuts better. Who's this for? Everyone! (laughs) (laughs) The family! (laughs) But, yeah, so you can um, make your toppings, Okay. however Well, one year, I I remember just making one whole, it's a smaller container, but it was just of maybe just the marshmallows and... Whoever liked the marshmallows was so thrilled that year <laughs> that they had their own container <laughs> for yeah. the marshmallows. So Sounds good um, to me. <laughs> that was funny. Now, Amy... Oh, no, that's for the pie that we're going to talk about later. Oh, we can talk about the pie. Okay. All right. Well, the next thing I love to make is um, pecan pie. Yes. Because I can make a good pecan pie. And all these recipes come from Oxmoor House books. Mm-hmm. So they are tried and true. I wonder if you can buy it off Amazon. By what? Your book. The Oxmoor's Oh, yeah. Book. It was called... Which one it is. Okay. I'll have to go downstairs. Or you can put it on a blog or something. Yeah, later. yeah, yeah. Um, you can put it on a blog. That'd be fun. But it, it, was, it was my number one cookbook to go to um, mm-hmm. for Christmas recipes. But anyway, I love making a pecan pie. I love making it pretty. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I make the filling part, and then I dump out all the pecans. I don't know if you know this. Uh-uh. Okay. Before I put them on the pie, I have to have the most beautiful pecans. So, you know, they've got to be sort of similar in size, shape. Yeah. And they, because it really makes a difference. Yeah. And then I put them in a concentric circle. 
It's pretty. And bake them. But they sure do. I just love that pie. It's good. You can't beat it. It's beautiful. And people it's, love it. It doesn't have chocolate, right? So no, that's a not, little bit no. of a nah, for me and especially dad. Dad's like he likes my pecan pie though. Yeah, I every time I eat it, I'm like, oh, this is good. <laughs> I just rolled my eyes. <laughs> it's great, y'all. Because I go for the chocolate usually. Okay, but it is. It is yeah. good. Well, you know, my, my sister Amy. She loves pecan pie without the pecans. pecans. (laughs) Now, that is just crazy. So, one year, I was, well, I love to watch uh, the Food Channel and things like that. Well, they had this pie on there, and it's originally from Canada, I think. It's a Canadian pie, or it's a northern pie, and it was called brown sugar pie. Mm. I didn't, I don't think it's a southern thing anyway, but I was like, well, what is this? And they're like, it's like a pecan pie without the (gasps) pecans. Were you like, that's Amy's? Yes, that's Amy's. So I made it for her one year. She loved it. Mm-hmm. It was really, really good. Uh, it was really sweet. Yes. Super sweet. Um, but overall, it was a hit, really, by everybody. Yeah. And the next year, I didn't make it. And she's like, where's my pie? <laughs> right. And I was like, the special oh. request go on. Yes. <laughs> But um, I might have to pull that out and make that again because it really was good. I did think we would discuss the way you pronounce the P-E-C-A-N rather than pecan. Yes. That sounds so weird to me. Well, it is weird. But you know what other word we say? We can't think about it. No. So what are the colors? Yellow, red, orange. 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 Yes. Orange. Everyone says, Rachel says that funny. Do they say Auburn's I say cut, it funny? Yeah. Orange and blue. Orange. But then uh, Mallory says, my best friend Mallory says that we need to say it like two syllables, I think. Or inch. Like door hinge. Or inch. That sounds like Like odd. we're just orange. Well, I don't know. Anyway, I don't know. But, but I guess we do. Yeah, it is pecan. Come on. However, I went to my trusty book again. What? There's three pronunciations. Three? Three. Okay. Okay, the first one is pecan. Yeah. Ah, that's I think, the winner. Exactly. <laughs> that's exactly what I think. The second is pecan. Like pecan? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe if you're really <laughs> southern. Pecan. Pecan. Yeah, that's pecan. a new one. Yeah, look at it. Pecan. Oh. Okay, and yeah. then the third way to say it is Pecan. Pecan. That's right. That's oh. how Grandma says it. I, yeah. Well, she's from Michigan. The North, right? Yeah. yeah. So, uh, I just... Call it pecan, people. Yeah, it's pecan. <laughs> but I thought this was interesting. Um, also, from the book, I learned that it has a fat content of over 70%, more than any other nut. Oh, wow. And I'm like, well, no wonder it's good. <laughs> right. Okay. And so I was like, well, that's why I love it so much. Yum. It is pecan to me and will always be pecan. I remember the first time I ever heard somebody say pecan. Yeah. I was like, I, I almost like, laughed. That's, that's wrong. Yeah, like that is weird <laughs> and that is wrong. And then I'm like, well, I guess other you know people say it all different ways. So, right. um, But I love a pecan pie. It is. It's so good. All right. Now tell us about the dressing. Which, okay. I didn't ask you this question beforehand, but stuffing and dressing, is that the same thing? Is it different? Well, it can be made similarly, yes, with the same ingredients, but 
stuffing mm-hmm. means you stuff it into the bird. You stuff like the dressing in the yes, bird? Yes, into the cavity of the bird. Okay. And you cook it with the bird. Right, right. And that's, that's just not the best hygiene in today's oh. world. Ooh. Yeah. Like what if you didn't cook your bird enough? Which that's a <gasps> no-no. But um, yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I just do not even do a... Right. You in put the bird. like some lemons around it, right? And some carrots on the bird. Yes. Okay. I use, uh, I can use citrus fruit. I okay. use apples. I, I use yeah. everything. Anything I have. Onions, carrots, celery. Um, right. Yes. All around the bird. Squeezed into the bird. I put that inside the bird. But no, ours is just a dressing. Okay. And so it's basically baked in a 13 by 9. All right. But let me tell you about my dressing. It uh, yes. comes from that book. I'm so sorry I've lost the name of the book. <laughs> Our, okay. I think it's our best Southern Living Christmas recipes. Okay. Fox we'll find it downstairs. Okay. But um, it's a cornbread dressing, mm. which in the South. Oh, that's right. Because you, you bake the cornbread ahead of time. Mm-hmm. But it also has a can of biscuits. Yeah. It. Yeah. It's wonderful. But um, And you put it in a gallon Ziploc bag, right? Well, I make. And smash it? Yes. Okay. Um, I make that the day before. Oh, okay. That's what you're thinking about. So I just store it in the Ziploc bag. Mm-hmm. But you crush up the cornbread. But it's made from Jiffy cornbread mix. Yeah. That's the, like 50 cents at Walmart. <laughs> if y'all don't know, Rachel is cheap. <laughs> this um, is true. <laughs> but, um, yes. And it's it's so good. I love Jiffy cornbread. Yeah. It's a sweet cornbread. There'll be people, there'll be haters of it. But, no, I'm a Jiffy lover. <laughs> I love it. It's quick. It's easy. Yeah. It's delicious. And it makes a great cornbread dressing. Mm-hmm. So I love that. But probably my favorite thing, because we get up on Thanksgiving morning and we turn on the parade because yes, Daddy was in the parade when he was... That's right. He, Grandma went to Homewood High School. Yes. He went to Homewood High School and he was in the Marching Macy's... Marching in the parade. The Macy's... The Day parade twice, mm-hmm. so we're real proud of that, and we're, we're watching TV, but when I start making and sautéing the onion and celery, and then I add the rubbed sage into that mixture, the house just, poof, <laughs> automatically <laughs> smells like Thanksgiving. Yay. And that's when I know it's the day. It's time. <laughs> it's time. That's that, um, noise. Anyway, that's, oh those gosh. are my three favorite things. That's great. I know. Look, Mom, we've been talking for 36 minutes. Oh, my goodness. Y'all, when I was working on the first podcast, um, I sent Mom and Dad a sample. And first of all, they were like, you talk too loud. You laugh too loud. The microphone wasn't close enough to Lydia. And I'm like, I know. Working on it. But (laughs) the other thing, they were like, how long is this? And I said, well, I think it's about 26 minutes. 26 minutes? But look, we just talked for 36. Some people talk for an hour. I know. I hope people will listen. I think they will. Okay. Y'all have to let us know how you you think. I thought this was really fun. It was fun. Yes, that was good. So thank you for sharing all your tips. You're very welcome. And I can't wait for our Thanksgiving. Me too. I I love that day. Yes. All right. Bye, everybody. We'll see you next time. Maybe she, maybe it's did I say seven and a half inches? What did I say? You no, know, you should have been like it. Rachel. You are five seven, not seven <laughs> five. <laughs>